0: Welcome to Bible Education Institute, my name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we're going to be reading and uh, continuing the New Testament books in the book of James chapter 1, and we'll be reading from the NIV, the New International Version. And the topic of this session is called Trials and Temptations. Trials and Temptations And then in the next section, there's two sections The next section is going to be called Listening and Doing Before I get started there, I want to tell you what the Bible is I like to read this from time to time So that way you have uh, something to give people Or if you're in college and you have an atheist professor um, You can give them this And it is a factual statement And factual information that Probably will keep him from you know saying too much after he reads it, or at least for that moment. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the time of other eyewitnesses, forty authors, sixty-six volumes or books, span of fifteen hundred years, in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics. There you go. And you can just rewrite it. Rewind this uh, this podcast and write it down, you know, however you want to do it. Okay. Let's get started. So, it's James chapter 1, and we're going to be starting at verse 2. And uh, the name on this section is Trials and Temptations. Here we go. Consider it Pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Verse three, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Verse four, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Let's stop right there. So I'm going to read that again. So, It says, let's get back to three, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And verse four, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I've noticed that's especially in this day and time where we're living in uh, the 21st century here, that. a lot of you have a lot of people wanting to save everybody, you know. It's like I hear people even make quotes and all this stuff like nobody should suffer, nobody should go hungry, nobody should do this, nobody should do that, or whatever, go through trials, somebody's supposed to be there and just, you know, no. Because and not everybody will be saved anyways. But the thing is we learn from things that happen to us. You know, when things are good. And you got plenty of food, plenty of work, plenty of whatever. You're living in a life of ease. You got, you know, a home or whatever. You know, you're not going to be really seeking God because everything's so good. I'm not saying you won't. Um, Yes, you have a lot who've learned and are doing that. But a lot of times when things are really good, we tend to be very lackadaisical. And we tend to, like, not really, you know... Uh, Discipline ourselves like we need to I'm not saying for everybody But a large majority of people are like that So when things happen It's for a reason God allows things to happen To get our attention You know that's just how it is God created us He knows what it's going to take To get us to him You know And you have somebody That's going to reject God or whatever And God already knows that Because he created us all And he already knew Those that would receive him and reject reject him. That's just how it is, because remember, God is sovereign. He doesn't need us. We need him. You know, that's how it is. He made man to fellowship with, but, you know, right off the bat, with Adam and Eve, they disobeyed God and were thrown in the garden, you know. And so then God you already knew all this stuff, but he had everything ready and prepared. And that's why Jesus had to come to pay the one-time sin offering that would satisfy a holy God. And he was perfect in every way. He came uh, three and a half years, walked the earth, um, preached the good news, the gospel, and about the new covenant that he that he's, He would bring, or he is bringing, or what did bring then. And then he allowed himself to be took by the ungodly men and religious leaders, and they gave him to the Romans to be tortured. And then hung on the cross and suffer and die. That he did for our sins. That should have been us. But God gave his only begotten son to do that. So that we can come now by faith believing from that time on. And we're in the new covenant now. We're not in the old covenant. Yes, the Ten Commandments are still in in force. It's all there. But now we live under the new covenant. And we can come and be saved through Christ. That means, because we're so unholy, because we can't keep God's moral law. Therefore, we're guilty and we're sunk. But Jesus came as the bridge, see the bridge had broke with the first uh, man and woman here, uh, Adam and Eve. When they disobeyed God, then that bridge was separated. See, so Jesus came and he repaired that bridge. It's, now this is is just a, Symbolism type thing. So Jesus became like a bridge so that now we're holy. If we repent of our sins, that means ask God for forgiveness knowing that we broke God's moral law and we're guilty and we come humbly with a contrite heart and a sorrowful heart and we come and ask for his mercy and grace and repentance, you know, that means being sorry for our sins and surrendering ourselves to christ then christ becomes our lord and savior and he makes us holy we can't make ourselves holy he makes us holy that's how it works and god is the answer to everything and the bible has the answer to all has the answers to all we need is in the bible you know A lot of people give uh, excuses, it's too hard to read, or I can't read, or I fall asleep, or whatever the case may be. Well, you know, not only do we have the King James Version, which is, you know, somewhat a little difficult to read, once you get the hang of it, it's not so bad, but you also have all the modern languages. You have the NIV, the International Version, the ESV, the English Standard Version, you have um, the Living Bible, you know. And, and the New Living Translation, those are good ones there. And so there's no more excuse. Plus, you know, you have audio version. You have video version that you can watch and everything. They even have uh, audios that I give away. Um, it's like uh, it's got some pretty big stars like Cuba Goodie and some other ones that are acting it out. So it's like it's, it's a dramatic depiction of the Bible I'm on a CD audio You know So there's, there's everything now You can listen to your phone Whatever You know So th- there's no excuses And even if they didn't have it it's still no excuse But we have so much stuff now You know Let's continue Verse 5 If any of you lacks wisdom You should ask God Who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Verse six, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Verse seven, that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Verse eight, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Verse nine, "Believers believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position Verse 10 but the rich should take pride in their humiliation since they will pass away like a wildflower verse 11 for the sun rises with a scorching heat and withers the plant its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed in the same way the rich will fade away like uh, fade away even while they go about their business so in other words, it doesn't matter how much money you got or whatever, you know, we're all going the same way. It's whether you've understood, you've broken God's moral law, therefore guilty, therefore surrender your life to Christ and ask for forgiveness, mercy, or repentance. It's repentance. You know, or Jesus going along and, you know, because the Bible says no one's seeking for God, right? But God draws you. But a lot of people, even, you know, they... They hear the gospel and still they just don't they don't care about it. And they walk away. But we're all gonna die the same way. It doesn't really matter. Rich or poor, it doesn't matter. Verse nine. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in high positions. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me continue down. Uh let me go back over 10 but the rich should take pride in their humiliation since they will pass away like a wildflower' 11, for the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant its blossom falls into beauty its beauty its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed in the same way the rich will fade away even while they go about their business verse 12 blessed is the one who, perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So, so, if you if you feel God drawing you to him and you respond, you know, by, because it says it's hearing by the word that do we respond. So you hear the word, you respond, you ask you understand that you're, you're a sinner, you've broken God's moral law, and you're on your way to hell. So you respond and ask God for his forgiveness, mercy, and grace, which is repentance, and then surrender your, yourself to God. Then, and continue in his word. Let me read the Bible daily without failing to do what it says, and the more you study, the more it becomes, you know, do uh, you understand? But also, you know, we need to find a good Bible-believing, teaching church, which can be a job at times. But that's how you go to learn and grow, be around other, be around godly people. Okay. Verse 13, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Verse 14, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil evil desire and enticed. 15, then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Keep away from sinning. Keep away from that stuff. But if you fail and you fall, you get back up. You ask God for forgiveness and help in that area, and you repent again, and you just keep going. verse 16 don't be deceived my dear brothers and sisters verse 17 every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows verse 18 he chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created okay this section is called listening and doing verse 19 My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, verse 20. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires, verse 21. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. That's pretty self-explanatory. Verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Verse 23, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror. Verse 24, and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Verse 25, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Verse 26, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongue, tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Verse 27, religion that God and our Father accepts are pure and faithful, pure and faultless. It is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being pulled from being polluted by the world alrighty we got through that and so that was James chapter 1 trials and temptations verses 2 through 18 listening and doing verses 19 to 26 okay I'm going to give you some scripture verses to go along with that Romans chapter three, verse 19, the NIV. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced in the whole world held accountable to God. Uh, John chapter 14, verse six, NIV. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So the only way you go to heaven is that way. It's through Christ only. First Corinthians chapter six verse nine ESV English Standard Version. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. Revelation chapter twenty-one, verse eight. ESV English Standard Version. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable as for murderers, The sexually immoral sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and suffer, which is the second death, which they talk about hell. So what do you need to do? You've heard God's word, and I know God's pricking your heart, and he's drawing you. So go to God right now, and ask God to forgive you of all your sins, because you've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, just like, I, just like we all have. So you've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. Therefore, you're, you're headed to hell. If you were to die, you would be in hell. But you've heard God's word. You want to you change now. You ask God for forgiveness. It's called repentance. Repentance is asking for forgiveness and mercy. And then to stop doing these things. That means turn. You know, that means turn from your sin and turn to God and his holy ways. So have you ever lied? What he calls one that lies, a liar. We've all lied, so that means we're liars. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, you already committed adultery in your heart. Have you ever hated anyone? According to the Bible, anyone who hates anyone, you've already committed murder in your heart already. That's only three commandments, and there's ten. So, as you know, we are guilty in need of a Savior. And so that's what you do. You ask God for forgiveness and His mercy and then surrender your life to to Jesus. Kind of like being on a plane that's about to crash and somebody gives you a parachute. Well, the par- you got to hold on to that parachute and be happy to have it because that's going to save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come because there is going to be judgment. We've had forms of judgment here, but when God judges like a, When the last day is judgment, you know, when we're all going to be judged like that, then it's a whole different story. The the magnitude is the magnitude of that is just, you know, immense. Okay, so let me read you some reference. I mean, some uh, resources. You can go to Dr. Bakum on uh, YouTube. Great Bible teacher. So is R.C. Sproul. And Legionnaire, uh, that's L I G O N I E R, Legionnaire Ministries. You can find them on YouTube and you can also Google them. Uh, and then you have Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, Answers in Wall with David Barton, WallBuilders.com, Dr. Walter Martin, WalterMartin.org, and uh, Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin, and you can find him also on YouTube, and uh, for audio, you go to Apple Podcast. You go to his website, Apologia Studios, that's A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. And you can watch videos there too. And also, he's got great teaching on there. And he, there's a, uh, the family of Dr. Greg Bonson, who was a, a seminary professor. He died, so his family left all of his uh, audio teachings and everything with um, with Apology of Steel, so so they put it up there. You can get a free seminary education there. You just, uh, you put it in the search engine, uh, Greg Botson or you U, a, a seminary teaching, and it'll pop right up, and you can watch it. It's free. Isn't that amazing? I would suggest, you know, you support them. It's only like $10 a month, but you still get the, you'll get that part for free. Okay, and you can also find us on um, YouTube, Rumble, and uh, the audio uh, platforms. It's for Bible Education Institute with Reverend Henry Kelly. And the audio platforms are Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G-Pod, GPodder, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, Podcast Addict, and others. So, and you can also go to our website, which is all—it's uh, it, all lowercase. Bible education institute.webnode.com. And if you want to correspond or you need a, a, a Bible, we'll be glad to send you one for free. Uh, and the, G, and uh, the email there is, Bible, is all overcase, Bible education institute at gmail.com. Until next time, remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says.